Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty, another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? The Bible says in Proverbs, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Listen here, this is my pet peeve. Anybody that knows me knows this is my favorite verse. That's why I'm geeked up about this episode. What people say about you matters to God. This episode is going to be so powerful. You know what I'm going to call it? Say my name, say my name. (laughs) Come on, let's get into this thing. Yeah, man. Man of From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny, yeah. Tell me, how bad do you want it? Hello, 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 hello. Yes, this is your man. Welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Episode number 79, I believe. 79. I got to do better than that. I kept forgot about that one. Yes, 79. I'm excited about it. It's called Say My Name, Say My Name. And this is something that, that God ministered to my spirit. Uh, I said, this is one that is going to really... Uh, uh, set a lot of people free. It's going to begin to change your way of thinking. It's going to just, just draw you closer to God, I do believe. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you right now that you have your way. I'm so grateful, God, that you speaks to me, Father. I'm so grateful that you gives me something, God, not only for the people, but even for myself, that you haven't left me out of your plan, God. I pray right now that you have your way right now, God, and use me. And let the people be blessed through it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Listen here. Again, this is my pet peeve. Anybody that knows me, I can just go back and think about the moments when I first got saved uh, and I didn't know anything. I got saved a lot of times. And I know to some people they're saying, that's crazy. You don't get saved once. T- technically, you're, you're telling the truth. But at the same time, I kept backsliding. So that last time I got saved, I asked God, give me something to hold on to. God gave me a crazy undesire, a crazy desire, a desire for his word. I started buying Bibles and studying the Bible. And I wanted no words. I wanted no Greek. I wanted, so I went crazy into his word. And one of the first scriptures I ever memorized was a false. The first scripture I ever memorized was a false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just way is, is the light. The second scripture I ever memorized was a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. So those scriptures mean something to me, and they set me off on a on a on a life of when I study God's word to have a balance, because you can take anything to the extreme, and not only have a balance with that one scripture, but with the second scripture here is Jesse. Make sure that you whatever you do, your name is a clean, your name is right, and it causes me to start researching what does that mean. God loves to talk about great names. Now watch this now. I want to show you some things here. I'm going to show you from two places in scripture. So I want to get into this, how God feels about your name. 
God desires to make, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> See, the enemy already trying to stop this broadcast and it ain't going to work. I'm not starting over no more. Sorry about that, y'all. God desires to make your name great. We're going to start, instead of dealing with Proverbs 22, we're going to start with Genesis chapter 12. Listen to what the word of God says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. It says, the Lord have said to Abram, go from your country, your people, your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. Check this now. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Then he says, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Uh, and all the people of the earth shall be blessed through you. Let me tell you something. I was talking to a man of God the other day, uh, 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 and this is one thing I told him. We was talking about finances and how God will bless your businesses and God will bless you with finances and different things, all kind of stuff. And I told him, I said, man, let me tell you something. I said, you already know this, but I'm going to say it to you anyhow. We were never called by God to chase money. I said, I try to say this. I said, you know, Pastor Fowler taught me a long time ago. She said, I am afraid of people who love money. She would always say that stuff to me. And I said to all of us, but I would listen to what she say like she's talking to me only. And what it did, it made me start thinking and meditating on why she would say that. That was my pastor. In case y'all don't know her, Pastor Verde May Fowler, she's going on to heaven now. And she was a woman full of wisdom. See, when she talked about people, she was afraid of people who love money. It really made my mind and my spirit draw to that because too many people today is chasing money. If you don't learn anything else from me, at least learn that one thing is that you would think that Kenny hates money. I don't hate money. I don't, I don't have no problem with having money. I, but I, I'm so cautious over that, uh, over, over when it come down to money and that statement that my pastor made to me, was so powerful and impactful in my life that years later when I created a business, started a business, our uniforms is literally God over money. And it challenged me and it followed me wherever I go because it keeps me in a mindset. God never called us as children of God to chase money. And I'm going to say it flat out, since this is the stage God gave me, is too many people from pastors and bishops and popes and cardinals all the way down to the one who just got saved. It's too many of us who we love money too much. Money consumes us. We are jumped to get money. I mean, you tell us when we get something free, we'll wake up in a minute and go. I mean, money moves us. Uh, 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 in extreme ways. And I believe it's unbalanced at times. You know, that's between you and God. But I'm just saying as as God have given me the ability to judge a matter or look at a situation, uh, it does rest upon my heart that money got too much of our heart at times. And we were never called to chase money. When you chase money, you're running a race that you cannot win. And you're going in the wrong direction. Money was never meant to be chased by the people of God. People of God is supposed to be chased down by money. These blessings shall overtake you. You don't have to get up and say, let me go get that money. No, you go do what you're supposed to do. And in turn for your time and exchange, they're going to bless you and give you uh, money. But when you start understanding the concept of what God started 
with your life and how God really want to bless you, it's never focused on how to get money. It should be focused on how to have a great name. And number one, in case you don't understand and articulate all this, how to be, you can't have a great name without being a child of God. No, you should have said how to get saved. Listen, that's too low for me to go. This this podcast is for people who should be already educated in the level that we know I'm I'm four souls. You already know that the Bible, when he said, I'm going to make your name great, that means you already got to have a relationship with God. So we're talking, this is an advanced class here. So when I'm saying make your name great, God desires to make your name great. He never said, I want to make your bank account great. Well, some of us are laugh right there and say, well, I want to have that too. Well, let me tell you something. Don't insult God's intelligence. God says, if I'm going to make your name great, you think I'm going to be dumb enough to not know that you need finances? Or you think I don't know that finances won't help you in life? But don't you know if I make your name great, let me use in the world uh, uh, illustration. If your name is great, if your credit is good enough, not just credit, but I'm using that illustration. If your name is great and your credit is good enough, it's what a business term called leverage. I told his brother, I said, don't you know you can buy a house without having any money? That's how great your name can be. And don't say it can't be done. It has been done. Not only in my life, but in many other people's lives. Your name can get you stuff that finances could not get you. And you can have finances, but if you ain't got favor on your life, you still can't get it. God told Abraham, he said, I desire to make your name great. He said, I'm going to make you into a great nation. In other words, before I give you any money, let me make you a great man. Let me give you integrity. Let me have you walking around with moralness in you, a high level of, of, of morality and in, in everything you go to do. When people say Abram, or let's give you a full name, when people say Abraham, people won't be turning up their nose, only the people who can't stand you. But you better make sure, Abram, Abraham, that you don't give them a reason. Live your life to the to the to the with with full integrity. Live your life with full integrity. Do what you say you're gonna do. Be who you say you are. So when your name is mentioned, other than your haters, ain't nobody mad but the devil. When your name is mentioned, ain't nobody around can sit here and say you was a liar. You didn't pay your bills. You wasn't a man of integrity, but your name was great. And God says that in order for that to happen, he says, I got to make you into a great person. Our number one pressure is to not be, Lord, make me bigger. It's Lord, make me better. Make me into a great person. And then once God make you in a great person, which means increasing you with integrity, increasing you where I'm not trying. Listen, I'm going to be real with y'all. I got people who don't like me, who's, who's Christians, who probably listening right now. We ain't the best of friends. I know you ain't crazy about me, but I love you. I'm not perfect in no way at all, but I love you. You know why? Because God didn't put me here to go after people who can't stand me. I'm facing stuff right now just because of what God told me to do. People throwing shade at me left and right. God told me, shut your mouth, keep doing what you're doing, and love people. And it ain't easy. Come on, don't leave me out there by myself. 
It ain't easy. But when you have a heart to do what God told you to do, don't make any unnecessary enemies. Allow the Lord to continue to bless you. Allow the Lord to make your name great. And then he's going to take you to a third level where he's going to cause you to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing to many people. And I don't mean be a blessing to many people just for recognition purpose. I don't want to do it. I mean, I want to be able to say, I want to be able to hear God tell me, go give that. And I'm going to use some extravagant numbers because my faith is there. Uh, I want to hear God tell me, go give that person a million dollars and don't let them know it came from you. Find a way where they can't find out who it is. I mean, how many of us can do that? How many of us can think that God can choose for us to bless somebody and we don't have no recognition in it at all? Yeah, I want to be able. I'm not perfect. I'm just telling you what I'm striving to be now. Don't shoot me. But I want a desire to be at that place where all my life, everything I do, the grocery store I shop at, the Walmart I walk through, every employee I have, the one that stay, the one that leave, the one that quit, the one that hate the work, but don't hate the owner. That when God can turn around and put them anywhere on this earth and my name is brought up, they're going to say that was a great man. I didn't like working there or he he was he was focused on business or this or that. But you know what? No, that man never hurt me. If you can live your life where people, your neighbors in your community, you took time to speak to people. You took, you tried to help people. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to pin ribbons on somebody right now. My dad was a great, he's still alive. He was a great example for me. I've seen my dad get mad with people and had to deal with issues as a man. And I hope y'all know what I mean. He had to stand up and deal with issues as a man and confront issues. But I also seen my dad, I seen that from my dad very rarely. I seen my dad know how to stand up. And 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 show people attention, show people love. Don't make no it didn't make no difference if you were white, you was black, you was old, you was young. It made no difference. I see my dad that would give people the shirt off his back. He, I mean, I've never seen my dad cuss anybody out. I, I very rarely I go anywhere on this earth and people who know my dad and I tell them who my dad is. They don't. Oh my goodness, he was a mess. No. They speak well of my dad. They speak well of my brother who's going on to heaven now, Junior. We call him Junior, named Louis Kenny Junior. And when I see stuff like that, I say, God, that's how I want to be. And I've done a lot of wrong. But thank God he gave me time to turn around and right the wrong that I did do. Because I want my name great. How do you how do people feel? Listen to this, because we're right in the middle of it right now. How, ask yourself this question. How do people feel, particularly your, your relatives? I, I mean, I'm talking about how they really feel, not what they say to your face. How do people feel when they say your name, say your name? When your name come up, do people say, don't, act, don't bring her over. This girl, don't, we can't trust this lady with no dog on $20. Or don't bring this right here over. Can't nobody work with her. She want everything her way. If it ain't her idea, if we don't go with her idea, she get mad. What do people say or how do they feel when your name is said? 
The Bible says in Proverbs 22, listen to this, a good name. I told this brother, I said, your name means more to God than your money. Please let that sink in. I'm going to say it again. Your name means more to God than your money. Then if that's true, and it is, I'm ready to prove it to you. Then your name should mean more to you than your money. I'm going to say that again. If it's true with God, it should be true for you. Your name should mean more to you than the money you got. Listen to Proverbs 22 and 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. That's basically saying if you had to choose between money and a good name, choose your good name. And when you choose good name, he says love and favor rather than silver and gold. When you choose to have a good name, when people say your name, you spend your life trying to do what's right. You spend your life trying to love everybody. When you choose to have a good name over just trying to get that money, he said it will come with loving favor. Oh my God, if I had the time to tell you how my the favor that's on my life have gotten me things that my money never had to be pulled out to get. I've been in places. I walked in a place where he said, I know who you are. I've listened to your podcast. I know who you are. I did this and that. And I walked in a place, a barbershop one time, and an and a, a, a old friend came in. He says, man, let me tell you something. I was just talking about you, Candy. I was telling people, I don't care what you say. When this man, when I started getting my, when I started cutting people hair, this man brought his boys to me and gave me $100, even though I messed them boys' heads up. I had forgot all about that. He messed my boy's head up, cutting it one day because he was a new barber. He felt bad about it. And the Lord told me to give him $100. I forgot all about it, but it blessed him. He said he was going to quit barber, trying to cut hair, but it turned around and encouraged him. And it gave him a testimony about me. That's loving favor. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, love and favor rather than silver and gold. Both riches, this is is NIV version, both riches and an honorable reputation are good. God God says when you have an honorable reputation, when people can equate your name with your integrity, the Bible says it's just as, as just as rich as silver and gold. Do you hear what I'm saying? Have you ever thought about the status of your name? Huh? Would you say it is good right now? Would you say that people, that your name is good in the city? If Would you say that your name right now is good in the family? Do you even care? how those around you view your name. If the answer is no, then something ain't right. Jesus said, who do men say that I am? To some degree, I don't care what people think about me, but when we talk about in the context of doing people right and having integrity, you, a Christian should care. Just to clear up any confusion, I'm not talking about your actual name, uh, your name, Brian. I ain't talking about just that. 
No, I'm talking about what your name implies. Demons don't come out of people because of the name, the letter J, the letter E, the letter S, the letter U, the letter S. Because if you really want to get technical about it, saints, the letter J wasn't created until the 1600s. So when Jesus was walking around here, they really never called him Jesus. They called him Yeshua. But it translates nowadays, to translate us, we use Jesus. His original name is Yeshua. So, so it's not the name Brian. It's not the name Jesse. It's not even the name Jesus. But when they say they, they can be cast out in the name of Jesus, the really important part is not the letters. The important part is the word name. Name means your character. That's why God would change certain people's names in the scripture because he changed their character. Let me make you a great nation, Abraham, and then I'll make your name great. Let me change, let me make you into a great person, uh, 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 Saul. Then I'm going to change you to uh, 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 Paul. Let me change, let me take Jacob and change him from Jacob to Israel. But you're going to wrestle with the angel first. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. And then I make your name great. So it's really talking about what do your name implies. <coughs> Excuse me. When people hear your name mentioned, what do they immediately think about you? In this context, a good name is rarely is really spoken or uh, speaking about your integrity. Hear this out, and I'm gonna give you three points. It's really speaking about your integrity, y'all. It's about your reputation. It's about the character that you possess on the inside. It identifies who you are from a moral and ethical standpoint. Essentially, it is about what you are all about. Who are who are you in the fiber of your soul? Do you automatically think the best of people or do you automatically think the worst of people? When you see people drop a hundred dollar bill, do you automatically want to steal it or do do everything inside of you say, pick it up and let them know they dropped their money? Who you are. Why is a good name uh, better than riches? I want to break this down to you. I'm going to give you three reasons why a good name is better than riches. Number one, because a good name provides stability. When you have a good name, people can trust you. That trust is a stabilizing factor. In your relationship with them, they know what to expect from you and can lean on your decisions with absolute confidence, knowing that they were made with pure motives. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but my kids never had to wake up and wonder if daddy was going to, uh, uh, we will have something to eat because it, my name provided stability with them. Those who with good names has been tarnished. Excuse me, those who have, yeah, have good names who have been tarnished have a difficult time building trust with people and maintaining your friendship with them. You can't do this hard. 
because your motives is always being questioned and insincere as insincere. I know a few like that myself. They are more or less seen as looking out for themselves. You know, people who are look out for themselves and take a little consideration in the need for others. Because they have become instable or instability. Their name represents more instability, not stable people. If you got five kids, you know which one to leave over everything. And it's the one that's got a good name because you can trust that person. Number two, reason why a good name is better than great riches. A good name is eternal. (laughs) Do you hear that? A good name is eternal. Riches are fleeting, y'all. They could be with us one minute and be gone the next. And of course, we know that we can't take riches with us once we leave this world at the time of our death. But a good name, however, theoretically, it's eternal. How many men and women of history are still being spoken in a positive manner right now? I mean, we're talking about Abraham and he's not even around and ain't been around for a long time. Wouldn't it be special if that could be us? How will your legacy be remembered and portrayed by your family and your friends and your colleagues once you are dead and gone? Will they focus on the value of your life or only remember that you cared about yourself and your only wealth? People said now, Papa was a rolling stone. Y'all remember that? Wherever he laid his hat, was this, listen to that song. It's a depressing song because it spoke negative of him. He remembered the day he died and when he left this family. And there are people who sitting at a funeral and the preacher up there trying to speak all, trying to hoop the people and making them happy. And there are people out there saying, man, that cat wasn't worth much of nothing. I've had to do funerals like that. Those are the hardest funerals to do. Number three, a good name brings loving favor. The ending phrase of Proverbs 22 and one is what I said, what I shared with you that says love and favor rather than silver gold. As we take a seat, as we are, we are to seek a good name instead of great riches. So we are to also seek love and favor over riches. And I can't think of no better way to garner love and favor then have a good name. People will love you for having integrity. They appreciate you for your kindness, your mercy, your attention to their needs that you will show. I told my I told my kids and then I tell my employees that listen here, if you ever if you ever have a problem with your check, if you ever have a problem with something that I said I was going to do and I didn't do, say something to me cuz I guarantee you that means I have forgotten it instead of I have lied to you. And I have seen that come to pass and be true because my kids, when situation would arise, my kids would defend me to the to the to the uh, to the uh, employees and say, "Listen, you know, my dad don't play when it comes to money. Money don't have him like that. If he owe you a hundred dollars, he'll pay you a hundred dollars. If he missed you, if he if he, owe, if he shorted you, then, then then that right there it was a mistake on his end." And when I heard my kids defend me like that, that let me knew that number one, they didn't just do that because I'm their daddy. They did that because it's true. And I'm going to just say this because I'm not perfect enough, but I want to say this. In all my years of having my children who, who's at work, who's, who's my employees, from the day I started that business, I have never shorted my children financially. 
They have never worked at my restaurant and didn't get a check the time everybody else got a check. I have always treated them like I would treat any other employee and did not play with their money. And you're not going to tell me that my kids does not honor that. Because I want to I want to be able to be a model before them of care uh, the way you deal with people, deal with them as a man would with integrity. In conclusion, riches are not evil. There is nothing wrong with having money. Ain't you excited about that? <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong with having money. But a good name is always better than riches. Don't forget that. Better than all the riches in the world. It provides more value in the present and in the future. So ask yourself, do you need to start working on your good name today? There are some people that's hearing this right now. Don't think that you, and I'm not thinking that either. That's why I'm still here. God has given me another chance to right the wrong. It might take a while to build or to rebuild your name, but there's no doubt in the end it will be well worth it. So what we can do is starting the day is begin to be a person who is more concerned about your good name. And you can start to turn things around. You may give you an area where you can start to turn things around. First of all, start to turn things around with your family. If you have made promises to people and if there may be some promises that you are unable to pay back, go to them and acknowledge it. Tell them you want to be a person of integrity. You apologize and lie to them. You apologize to what you owe them that you cannot pay them right now, whatever. If you can't pay them, begin to pay something on it. And then after you start with your family, guess where the next place you need to start? With your credit. Our credit. I've used to, I used to be in, I used to be a pastor that say, you just bounced a check, but God going to bless you. God told me to stop saying that stuff. I used to say, well, God don't care about your credit. God will bless you in spite of. He said, quit saying that. It's against the word. God does care about what Equifax and other people. I didn't say he won't bless you in spite of it. I'm saying that God does care about what people say about you. Start working on your credit. You cannot be concerned about a good name and you don't have good credit. Start turning your credit around. Start paying what you say you're going to pay. Pay the people you owe. Pay them the time you said you're going to pay them. And when you start doing that and you start having a life of integrity, and you start being who you say you are, that's when your actions are proven that your good name you want a good name more than you want great riches. Because if you don't have a good name and you get the great riches, you're going to be called a criminal instead of being blessed of Christ. Hey, know that I love you. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you right now, God. Bless the people. Let them continue to grow in this word, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business 
or business-to-consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at swipefast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with a Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.